0: Just send us an email. Use the contact button on our website, retirementunlimited.com, or just give our office a call. Our phone number is 951 684 7011. We have a great show for you today. Uh, Jeremiah, we're going to talk about some really, I think, some really complex subjects. We're going to try and simplify it for our audience. We're going to talk about bonds but more more in particular uh very specific kinds of bonds i bonds as and then comparison to tips we normally break our um our radio program down into three parts but we're going to spend more time on these because i think they're they're really misunderstood and in these times of volatility people are looking for safety they're looking Mm -hmm. for something where they can Mm -hmm. put money and not worry about what goes on in the world and they're going to get their money back and they're not going to lose money and they're going to get a reasonable rate of return On capital, the first one is um, I bonds, and you know I kind of want to break that out. I bonds are kind of unique. First of all, they're limited as to how much you can you can invest. Yeah,
1: there's a a fair number of issues with them that they're they're unique. You're right. They're not they're not an average bond. And people, you know, a lot of listeners have heard of of tips. You know, those stand for Treasury Inflation Protected Securities, and the bonds we're talking about they're called Series I Savings Bonds. These are both government issued. Um, securities. So you think of treasury treasury bonds, Think they're, they're in that ballpark of, of types of assets. But the, the series I bonds are, in, in, I, I don't think I necessarily stands for inflation, but that's what stands for in my head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it has to do with inflation. And so right. when, when people start seeing inflation, they start asking us, what about tips? What about I bonds? What can we use? How will they help protect us? So I bonds, like you said, you can only buy worth a year that that's the upper limit per person per person. So if you're married, you and your spouse can each buy 10,000, so $20,000 total.
0: And candidly, I mean, the reason that it's attractive is first of all, it's guaranteed by, it has the full faith and credit of the United States behind them. And right now for at least for the next six months, or at least through April, uh, they have over a 7%, um, coupon on them. Yeah. Right now.
1: And and that that's the interesting thing about them is is they adjust with inflation. When I right. think I, I series I bonds, I think inflation bonds. So that they'll be issued by the federal government at a certain rate. And every six months the government comes in and adjusts that that coupon rate, what you're going to get back um, as your payment, they adjust it based on inflation. And it's because we're seeing high inflation, it's just over seven percent. And mm-hmm. for a lot of our clients to or a lot of people out there to say I could I could get a bond from the government that's paying me 7%. right? That's fantastic. You know, that's, yeah, a, it that's, is. that's great. a great deal for a lot of po- folks. So then, you know, the people know every six months or inflation keeps going up, then that 7% likely would go up right. if inflation comes down. That I mean, obviously, obviously one down. of the
0: things that most people, they can't put all their money into it. I mean, it, it has limitations and the government's not stupid. They don't want to open it up for the you know, somebody to buy a million dollars of these things because it is a higher interest rate and it is guaranteed and all those things. So the limitation on purchase is really what limits as far as the government, as far as the concern. And some of the
1: nice tax aspects, people who who purchase these, um, you kind of have two options. You can actually defer all the even though you should be getting payments, you can defer all that tax to the end of the bond. You can push it off into the future and and wait to pay your taxes. you have
0: to hold it for a year, folks. I mean,
1: minimum. And there's even, I think, five years to get the full benefit of everything. So they're not short-term plays. They're not trading things. But it is a a, a kind of a long-term asset. So you can either choose to pay your taxes every year on on the amount of increase, or you can push it off into the end. And for folks who um, maybe had a a drop in, they recently retired, say, a drop in income, they are now retired it might be great to pay the the taxes every year no problem for folks who are still in their major earning years they might want to push off that income until later and choose to pay the income at a later date
0: so again the benefits of an i bond is that you've got you got a higher interest rate they're not they're not subject to market conditions you hold them until the term i mean you can you can sell them out at one year and get your money back plus the interest or you can hold them longer there's also some other benefits that you can use for paying for education costs yeah. and things like that. We're not gonna go into that, that so much today, but I wanna do kind of a comparison with I-bonds versus TIPS, the other thing that you mentioned. Mm-hmm. And TIPS, you would think because they're inflationary protected securities and they're issued by the treasury, hence the name tri- the, mm-hmm. the name TIPS, right? That they would be um, guaranteed. They wouldn't yeah. have the flexibility. But in fact, they're very, very, very volatile.
1: They're, they're very volatile and people often, clients will talk to you, they they think of it in the same way oh we have these i bonds and tips they must be very similar but these are very different in what your outcomes are going to be depending on what the economy is so we just spoke about we just talked about the the series i savings bonds you buy those directly from the government you hold them if you ever decide to cash out early you cash out with the government right now in the world of tips it, it's quite different it, it's fairly odd for someone to buy them directly from the government you can there's ways to do it but it's fairly odd most people buy these through some sort of a mutual fund or some sort or of brokerage, grouping, or something a like brokerage account. Right. Um, and doing that, they buy them on this, the, the open market, kind of on the secondary market where you'd buy a normal stock. You know, the, the series I bonds, you have to buy directly from the government and they only kind of sell them once. But these tips, they get bundled together, they get sold, they get resold. And so they're a lot more fluid. So for a lot of um, larger investors, they think that's easier. So we yeah. can get in and out of them.
0: But, and, and again, they are loaded with what we call interest rate risk. And I bonds, or no, excuse me, uh, tips last year, about mid of last year, people that bought and loaded up on tips made really good money. They actually performed better than aggregate bond funds. But since January of this year, they have lost anywhere from 4 to 5%. Yeah. And, people, and people are kind of, you know, that just surprises them. Well, yeah. well, how does that happen?
1: Yeah, someone who bought uh, tips last year, uh, a mutual fund with tips degrade. and then they see inflation starting to come about. We're seeing it in the news; it's increasingly so. Thinking, "Hey, I made a good choice. My my funds are going to go up." With actually the opposite, the funds have gone down, um, and left a number of people kind of their heads spinning of why is this happening? And and part of it, and there's there's a number of reasons, a lot of market force reasons, but part of it is that th- these are traded. You know, right. these types of securities are traded on the market, so you know the moment an individual person thinks, hey, inflation is coming. I'm going to buy these tips. Very likely, you know, yesterday and the weeks and months before that, other people have that same idea and they also bought them. So the price has, through the market, already increased to a point that that factors in everybody's collective future projections.
0: So the interest rate risk, and and make sure that, you know, you understand us, is that the market perceives whether or not interest rates are going to continue to climb Mm -hmm. or that that inflation is persistent. So tips respond to that perception. So right now, tips have actually fallen. And uh, what that means is translated is the market doesn't believe that inflation is going to be a long-term embedded. In fact, they they have what they call the break-even price. And the break-even price, we'll talk about this a little bit more, is is pretty close to about 2.4% right now Mm -hmm. on
1: that. Which is an interesting moment, right? It's almost like the time to get out of TIPS rather than to get in them, which most people are thinking, is to say the last you know 12 months or so, people have been uncertain about inflation, thinking it was going to go up. And so the, the TIPS funds have been performing well. Whereas in most recent weeks and months, there's been a, a feeling that the Fed is going to step in and have a strong um, response and not allow inflation to run away with us. And so these TIPS are actually coming down as investors feel the future is not gonna be riddled with, with strong inflation.
0: Yeah, so they they see that the Fed, uh, indicating that they're gonna raise interest rates to kind of tamp down inflation as a positive, but it works inversely to the TIPS itself. Even though we're in the midst of an inflationary cycle, uh, they respond in a way that that you would think exact opposite if you were to think about this logically. And, and, and again, our comment, and a lot of the investigation that we do in our office when we look at the stock market and we look at the long-term trends of the stock market, we look at the bond market because the bond market sends out very specific signals about where they think equities are going to be. And one of the big signals is in tips. I mean, we we saw this uh, going back to, like I said, about the middle of last year when they saw inflation coming, but they also saw a response to it by the Federal Reserve very quickly. Mm -hmm. And the price of these tips dropped So therefore, they lost money because they don't see, in other words, if the Federal Reserve didn't do anything, they just allowed inflation to run, I think TIPS would continue to soar Mm. uh, because we'd be going into a much different environment. But because the Fed has already said they're going to start doing their, with their dot method, Mm. they're going to start increasing interest rates. And people believed them. (laughs) and And people believed them. Stock markets started going through some turmoil, but also TIPS don't. Mm-hmm. And that's a strong indication that they feel like inflation is not
1: here to stay, so yep. to speak. Yeah, and it's you know one of many factors we watch, but it's an interesting one. If you if you had tips as a hedge, you know you may feel you were doing great and it was doing the hedge you wanted. Now you your head might be spinning to say right. we still have inflation. Look at look at the grocery store. Look at the gas pump. Look at the news. We still have inflation, but but tips are forward looking. You know they're they're projecting into the future, and a lot of investors you know, by the data, what we're seeing are are not having the same kind of concern that they did previously about future inflation.
0: Yeah, so let's take a break for right now. We'll take a break, but we're gonna come back and we're gonna continue our conversation about this because we think it's important that people understand how different bonds and particularly government issued bonds and how they work within the normal interest rates.
1: 8371.
0: Or visit me, Randy Barkley, at retirementunlimited.com. Advisory services offered through Tricord Advisors Incorporated, a registered investment advisor, clearing through TD Ameritrade member FINRA, SIPC MSRB. AM
1: 590, the
0: answer. Welcome back. Uh, we want to continue the conversation on tips in particular and what it's telling us about the marketplace. You know, we're going through a lot of volatility, there's a lot of political intrigue, but you know, when you invest, you invest for the long term. And what tips are telling us is that inflation is not going to be a long term event. That's why we've kind of held to that position because it's, yeah. it's it has been historically and is a pretty clear signal. Um, so the question is, you know, what's it telling us, right? Yeah,
1: we we never like to you know draw a line in the sand or make projections about the future, but we're we're just kind of watching what we see. And one of the things that we see is that that because the tip prices are not Continue to increase the 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 market, the free market. You know, all, all the people making their own selfish choices. They've they've kind of come to the consensus that we're not going to be in a high interest rate, um, inflationary period for too long.
0: We're gonna have a short term. I mean, we're gonna have a, we're gonna have a short term where the market is gonna be pretty volatile. Uh, that's where your asset classes and your sectors that you're in is gonna be really important. But it is not going to destroy the marketplace. We don't think.
1: Yep, and so the question is, like you said, how does it apply to other other things? Getting away from just tips, but how does it apply to our equities? Right. How does that apply to something else? So some of the economists that we work with, you know, have all the sorts of different projections and thoughts. But one of the things is, is, if inflation remains high and the Fed hikes rates uh, beyond what the market and everybody thinks they will, um, we may see the S and P decline by ten to fifteen percent next year um, or this year. This year, yeah, this year, th- this twenty twenty two year. So that's the that's the the, the grim, I guess, uh, aspect of it. To say if we keep seeing inflation and the government and the Fed keep stepping in, it in essence could flatten out, any sort of gains as well as put into a negative that we'd see dips in the S and P. Th- the alternative is if inflation recedes by more than the market expects. So if inflation really goes away quickly, um, and the Fed does not have to make as many hikes, um, we could see the S and P rising 20, 25 percent. Last year, as a lot of people know, that the S and 500 rose about 28% in 2021. Right. That's a fantastic year for Equi. And you combine between. that
0: with what happened the previous year, that's a phenomenal gain over two years.
1: Yeah, it's a, it's a huge gain. And so nobody that, that I've seen is projecting we would have that again in 2022. Everyone is is kind of tamping down their expectations. But but this idea to say if, if inflation really recedes, if you know some of the supply chains work themselves out, if in, in inflation really comes down and the Fed doesn't have to boost rates if they're able to have a hands-off policy because the inflation is coming down. It, it could be a great year again. Right. Um, however, you know what, what people are seeing at the moment, and what the talking heads, a lot of the talking heads are saying on the news on the radio, is that because we're seeing inflation, if it continues to stay high, and the Fed really has to step in, you know that, that we could see markets you know be flat or even come down.
0: Yeah, and I think I think again, um, the Federal Reserve. I mean, one of the things that the Federal Reserve has is a mandate to keep. Of a neutral rate, which is inflationary rate of about 2%. That's that's kind of their mandate. And for a long time, they were below that. They were trying to put money into the marketplace. And then, of course, COVID hit, and you have all these other issues. So they pumped all this money in. But their second mandate is unemployment. And so they want to see unemployment low. Mm -hmm. So they're going to be very cautious about pushing the market or pushing the economy into a recession. Because candidly, a recession would in fact slow the market down. It yeah. would bring inflation under control, but at the same point in time you're going to have high unemployment and that's not that's the exact opposite of what they're trying to accomplish.
1: Right. And and people currently just went through issues with COVID of having unable being unable right. to work and being unable to work for market forces would be just as painful as unable to work for COVID forces. You know, so I, I agree. I think the the Fed has a tough job, right. you know, that they have to, you know, keep the economy from overheating. Um, by not letting inflation run away with us, but all their tools to slow down the economy, they slow down the economy. That's just what they do. And yeah. that that can cause more unemployment.
0: Yeah. And the comments are, is are they behind the curve? In other words, are they late to, to the party, mm. so to speak, in doing this? Time is only going to tell. I don't know. But I know that from listening to Jerome Powell and, and reading the, the minutes from mm. the uh, Board of Governors, they're very concerned about inflation, but they're also very concerned about unemployment. They're very concerned about destroying the economy. They don't want to raise the rates so much that all of a sudden we've yeah. got this massive downturn. that That doesn't That doesn't bode well for anybody.
1: Right. Well, and they know that they're going to be scrutinized, especially you know Jerome Powell when he speaks. Uh, I, I've read articles where people will actually take you know sentences of what he said last time, when he said this yep. time, and realize you know one word is missing, <laughs> and so they make a big deal of it and say, oh, that, now this means a change when when often it doesn't, it, it means they're just trying to express things. But I think the Fed has to be very, very careful knowing that they have uh, almost a hair trigger a little bit of what they say people react to. And they either sends the markets up or sends the markets down.
0: Yeah, so again, you got you got a bearish view and you've got um, a bullish view on where, you, where they think the market's gonna go. And I think at the end of the day, the returns this year are gonna be muted when you compare them to what happened in the previous two years. There's just too much evaluation valuation that's structured. And we, as we thought, uh, the stocks that had phenomenal high valuations and are more sensitive to interest rates are in fact selling off. I mean, we've mm-hmm. seen a, a big decrease. Fortunately, within our clients' portfolios, we've escaped most of that. We didn't escape all of it, but we escaped most of the downturn within the portfolios. So again, what we're looking at here is what are tips telling us? Mm-hmm. And tips are telling us that interest rates, interest rates are not going to be going higher for longer. In the short term, there's going to be that adjustment. And it's and frankly, it's going to feel a little uncomfortable. Yep. Because the markets are going to adjust radically.
1: Right. And short term, when you talk about economists, you know, is three months, six months, a right. year, maybe even two years. That that's still within the short term. Right. So to have inflation for two years for a lot of folks doesn't feel short term. But but that's that's the idea. I mean the Fed is taking a very long-term view. So in, in the interim, the six months, you know, the one year, you may still have some of this inflation. But you know in looking at this, it, it looks like it will clear up or at least people expect it to clear up yeah. through tips. So if you don't have tips, um, if you don't have i bonds, you know, it, it's something to look into to say, right. will this help our portfolio? You know the mutual fund the, the tips, mutual funds, um, you have their place, but for a lot of folks, it's it's too late. you know the prices, our, prices have already adjusted. For folks who are interested in in picking up some Series I savings bonds, you know, you can go to Treasury Direct, um, which is the government's website, and pick some up. You can't buy a whole lot of them. Like I said, it's ten thousand a person, but they have their place in a portfolio and are providing a a decent return at the moment.
0: Yeah, and I think, in full disclosure, I bought. We bought for my wife and I last year. We bought again after the first year. We bought uh, twenty thousand uh each year uh last year as well as this year and i recommend it you know when i sit down with clients that there's excess cash it makes sense tips on the other hand i think it's it's a marketplace for some very capable traders and i think if you get yourself into a corner you get yourself hurt really fast Mm -hmm. so if you would like to know more about this of course we'd love to talk to you about it stay tuned for our next section we're going to talk about news you can use
1: That's 888-627-8371, retirementunlimited.org.
0: Advisory services offered through Tricord Advisors Incorporated, a registered investment advisor.
1: Clearing through TD Ameritrade, member FINRA, SIPC, MSRB.
0: AM 590, the answer. Welcome back. This is the section of the program that we refer to as News You Can Use. Say, we just finished up talking about bonds, and more in particular, I-bonds, as well as tips. If you'd like to have specific information on that, just reach out to us. We'll be glad to send you a free reprint of some articles on how you can get those. And particularly I-bonds. I think it's a good recommendation for clients if they got excess savings. On news you can use, there's an article that I, I, I picked out of the Wall Street Journal. This was back last year. In fact, it's quite a ways back here. But it, and I'm always interested on new development from a pharmaceutical standpoint. Mm-hmm. And this article talks about how to lower Alzheimer's risk. It, you know, it's the great fear of people that are aging. I mean, it's it's got to be, it's got to be one of the greatest fears that you have is that you lose your ability to remember, you know?
1: Yeah. One of the issues with Alzheimer's is even the, the fear of getting tested, the fear of, um, you know, one there's, you know, history past, there's not been a lot they can do for you. There's not a lot of medicines and, but they're they're becoming more and more, um, treatments and medications as well as just therapies. Um, but there's still, I I think, a fear out there of people not wanting to um, find out that they're expected to lose their abilities.
0: Yeah, in this article, uh, they reference a, a physician at the School of Medicine from Duke University, and he is a leading researcher in in uh, dealing with Alzheimer's. And the article, I mean, he makes it very clear uh, that there's no cure, there's no known cure, but there are some evident things that you can do to prevent or, you know, I don't know, slow down the mitigate, progression. Of, yeah, I don't know. Right? I mean, it's it's. Yeah. Alzheimer's is is really a mystery. Yeah, for it's, a lot a, of,
1: yeah it's a scary thing. There, there's two that jumped out to me. One was they're developing some blood tests, you know, right? That you can actually go in and get tested, you know, by a drop of blood, and 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 find out your your risk factors and kind right. of where you're at, which is you know head and shoulders above what they have now. But the other that was just really interesting that I took from this article was um, hearing. Yeah, they, they said when your hearing fades, it actually there's there's proven studies that your brain begins to shrink a bit. Um, just because you don't have that kind of input on the yeah, stimulus, basis. yeah, that stimulus, and your risk for Alzheimer's actually go up significantly. So as people are aging, you know, and they have trouble hearing, I think a lot of folks are probably embarrassed by that or don't want to admit to it. But but seeing it as actually a really good preventative way to say, no, I need to make sure I have appropriate hearing aids, I have appropriate. Um, devices to allow me to hear because that's going to keep my brain sharp right that's going to keep moving forward
0: yeah again i think the interaction socially too they talked about that it's really Mm. critically important that people stay engaged this is why this is why we've talked about you know i i guess i'm I'm looking in the mirror but you don't retire you stay working because working uh, is important to stimulate your brain matter.
1: Yeah. And even, you know, a lot of our clients, we we don't talk about retirement as much as financial independence. You know, you pass that financial independence marker doesn't mean you need to stop working or you need to, um, stop doing the things you're doing. And in fact, it's, it's probably a good time age-wise to lean into those, to lean into doing something that, that keeps your mind busy, that, you know, as you contribute to citing, you know, some people it's a career, others it's it's boards. There's so many nonprofit boards that could use your expertise. <laughs> you know, anybody out sure. there, like th- there's there's people there who would be desperate for taking what you've learned throughout your career and applying it. And so having people stay, you know, socially as as well as professionally engaged is, is so valuable.
0: Yeah. You know, the article goes on to talk about what you can do to to have some preventative measures. And of course, the first thing they talk about is diet and we've all heard about the mediterranean diet and this the, the the physician here the the person they're referring to in this article i mean he's a vegetarian but he just says that you know he eats things that are that don't have that are diet rich in saturated fat that um you know he doesn't re-eat red meat those kinds of things but he also talks about sleep and we all we all hear about this and and you know, I've reached a point in time where my sleep is pretty precious to me. Mm. I'm not sleeping as much as I probably should. So anyway.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, good, good, good material. If you'd like to know more about this article or anything we talked about today, feel free to give us a call at 951-684-7011, or you can go to our website, retirementunlimited.com and use the contact button to send us a note. Until next
0: week, folks, may you grow in wisdom and knowledge. Thank you for listening. And Jeremiah Lee is a California licensed attorney and is responsible for this communication. Advisory services offered through Tricord Advisors Incorporated, a registered investment advisory firm.